Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. to digest that for a second. 144,000 pure-hearted worshipers standing there with Jesus himself and this unnamed multitude of musicians playing the song, singing the song that only these worshipers could learn. It's their song. I find that fascinating to just consider. Many of us have probably spent a fair share of time trying to imagine the chaos of the end times. On the other hand, we've probably spent just as much time thinking about the wonders to follow. In today's message, Pastor Robert reflects on the awe and wonder of worship coming from the 144,000. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the 14th chapter of Revelation, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. Revelation uh, chapter 14, once again, as we come to this point in the book of Revelation, we're given an overview. You know, somebody asked me a couple of weeks ago, do you think that that as we read the book of Revelation, that it's like chronological? Well, well, no, it's not. These are different visions that God gave to the Apostle John, and, and so it's, it's not like it just kind of walks through a chronology. You know, it's, what we're seeing here in chapter 14 was the vision was first kind of, you know, he got a glimpse in chapter 7, and, and it, it, you know, it, with the 144,000 Jewish believers who came on the scene and, and were sealed by the Holy Spirit back in chapter 7. And and now it's like it continues. So I want us to go back and just look at the first four verses of Revelation chapter 7, and then we'll, we'll jump forward again. Revelation 7 verse 1, John wrote, After these things I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, on the sea, or on any tree. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. And then John goes on there in chapter 7 to list the tribes and, and give a little bit more detail about where they came from, making it very clear that, you know, these were Jewish men, you know, making it very clear these were Israelites. And now as we go back to chapter 14, the vision shifts, the four angels are now preparing to complete their mission, and the Lamb of God takes his stand on Mount Zion with these 144,000 there by his side. Verse 1 of Revelation chapter 14 says, Then I looked, and behold, a Lamb standing on Mount Zion, 
and with him 144,000 having his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the voice of many waters and like the voice of loud thunder. So John's having, you know, he's having a hard time describing the bigness of this voice that he heard. I heard the sound of harpists playing their harps. Now, we talked about this a few weeks ago as well. When you see that, the harpist, the, the word could actually be rendered string, in, you know, like I heard strings. I heard stringed instruments playing. So maybe it was a harp. Maybe it was one harp and four dozen guitars and a couple of violins. We don't know. It was, it, but, but they, these musicians playing these stringed instruments and singing, it says they sang, as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who were not defiled with women for their virgins. These are the ones who follow the lamb wherever he goes. These were redeemed from among men, being first fruits to God and to the lamb. And in their mouth was found no deceit, for they are without fault before the throne of God. And we're going to stop right there for just a second. I mean, what a scene this is. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world standing on Mount Zion with the 144,000 pure-hearted worshipers. I mean, let that just, just, you know, try to digest that for a second. 144,000 pure-hearted worshipers standing there with Jesus himself and this unnamed multitude of musicians playing the song, singing the song that only these worshipers could learn. It's their song. I find that fascinating to just consider heavenly musicians playing a special song that only these people can learn. It reminds me of Zephaniah chapter 3. Verse 16, which says, In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, Zion. Let not your hands be weak. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I mean, that just that blows my mind to think about it. Father God, the Almighty God, the Eternal One, rejoicing over these people that He loves, singing over them with gladness. You know, I believe one day we're going to hear something so beautiful that it's just almost impossible to contemplate it. The sound of God Himself singing songs of joy over us. But John's attention was turned from this scene of victory and joy to a very different scene in verse 6. Revelation 14, 6 says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and springs of water. You know, right now, the task of sharing the gospel and inviting people to come and be reconciled to God, that task belongs to us. But one day, it will be given to an angel. This angel, the Bible says, is going to be going around proclaiming the gospel, preaching the gospel. 
And part of that proclamation, it seems, is telling men, fear God. And I love the way it's presented to us right here. Fear your creator. He's the one who made you and he made everything else. And that's part of the the good news of the gospel. It's a call to repentance, a call to turn away from the attitude of independence that's so common in our world, the rebellious attitude that's such a human thing, you know? And to actually turn hearts toward God before his wrath is poured out. And verse 8 continues the overview. Another angel followed saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation." He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Do you ever wonder where that whole thing about fire and brimstone came from? Some preacher didn't make it up. It's right here. That's where it came from. The smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast in his image, and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Then I looked and behold, a white cloud and on the cloud sat one like the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown and in his hand a sharp sickle. So now John, he's given us this picture This white cloud, which generally is associated with the glory of God, the cloud of his glory. And on the cloud sat this one like the Son of Man, Jesus himself, having on his head a golden crown, in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, thrust in your sickle and reap, for the time has come for you to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor Robert's teaching in the book of Revelation. We hope you've been encouraged by what you heard. If you'd like to listen again to today's message or find more from this study through the final book of the Bible, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Podcast. If you'd like to receive each new edition of Main Thing Radio as soon as it's made available, be sure to subscribe while you're there. This program is a ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. If you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County, we'd love to meet you. Come by Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services and join us especially Sunday evenings at 7.30 as we dive into the treasures of the Old Testament. You'll find out more about the church at MainThingRadio.com or give us a call. Our phone number is 305-531-2730. When you call, let us know how we can be praying for you. We believe strongly in the power of prayer and we want you to know that we are often lifting our listeners up to the Lord. Would you do the same for us? 
Main Thing Radio is in existence due to God's provision and prodding, and we want to make sure we remain focused on Him as we bring His Word to you. Thanks for praying for us, and thanks for listening today. Pastor Robert will return soon for another edition of Main Thing Radio.